Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 63! 63! 63! 63! 63! 63! Uh, yes, great. we had the wonderful ref and GAA player, Sibian Greenway Robbins. Uh, you can find him on TikTok and Instagram. TikTok. Um, legend. What a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, really good chat. Yeah, yeah. I am really not, And I'm not into sports, and I actually enjoyed that listen. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good dude. Very, very sound. Come on and told us everything about um, refing at a very young age. He's very young to be a ref, isn't he? Yeah, he is on, on, on the level that he's at, which we yeah. won't tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can listen and find out where he's yeah. at. Um, so he's a rugby ref um, living in Scotland from Cardiff. Um, and he's also, during lockdown, I think it was... Had started to get into GAA, yeah. So that's what we were into. And he had, he had no relation or anything to GAA. He no. just seen the sport, loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got into it in so Edinburgh. There's an Irish contingent up there, isn't there? There is. Yeah, just don't give away the whole podcast. Sorry, 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 sorry. So sorry. addictive. This is okay. turning into a Netflix trailer. <laughs> um, so we talked to him, and we also, well, geez, what else did we talk about? Our weekends, of course. Yes. Oh yes. And we asked, our, "Am I the asshole?" Oh, that's right. We have a yeah, new yeah. segment. Yeah. That you wrote a jingle for. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. It's not a great jingle. I'll uh, work on it. I'll and we it. had the usual um, Robbie Kennedy oh, fact Jesus. and a couple of shell bombs in there. And a disaster of a waffle game, as per usual. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, I contend the answers to that that, uh, that um. uh, waffle game. Okay, will we name the podcast? Yes. Let's do it. Do you want to yes. go first? The man in the middle. Ooh, that's interesting. I'm looking at the man in the middle. I'm going to go with the ref in the middle. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, God no, no, terrible. I'm going to go with uh, our ref. That's pretty good. Just our okay. ref. Um, okay. Say it in Welsh. Our ref. That was very Scottish. Yeah. He is Scottish, though. Okay, I'm going to say Simi on the other side. Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? See me on the other side. His name's Simeon. So awesome. Episode sixty-three, sixty-three, season two, episode eleven. Simi on the other side. Hour. JB 
Oh, I love that song. There it is. <laughs> love that song so much. Play it again. Play it again. Did no, buy, no. Did once a week is enough. <laughs> did you buy the wallet yourself? I no. It's unlucky to buy your own. Yeah, wallet. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What if you really like a wallet? No, you can't buy it. If you, you see a lot, uh, if you see a wallet in the shop, <laughs> what if you're not with really anyone? Oh. Well, then you're screwed. Yeah. Just carry cards loosely in your pocket. Yeah. Could you? Okay. Here's a theory. Could you steal the wallet? Is that? Oh, I don't no, know. Is that probably worse karma. No. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah, definitely don't steal it because then any money you put into it would be stolen. Yeah. That's and that's <laughs> the way it works. That's the circle. <gasps> wow. That's the circle yeah. of life. You just melted my mind. It's just that's it. That's the way it works. Are you ready? I'm ready, Bertie. Hello, yeah. everybody. Oh, hey, Bertie. <laughs> yeah. We are back. It's episode 63. Yeah. 63. Oh, I hope cool. you all enjoyed episode 62. Own improvements. Oh, what a name. Uh, yeah. Do you remember when he dropped the name? Yeah, I, I got done out of the last two ones because John took <laughs> piggyback my idea two weeks ago. I can't wait for today's one. And Owen piggybacked last week. I mean, he piggybacked, but he did improve it. He did, mm. in fairness. He own improved it. Yeah. Like, uh, he improved prop- it on his own. <laughs> yes, proper DIY did. man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as you said, we uh, talked to Owen about DIY stuff. He's doing houses putting them up taking them down changing things around <laughs> taking plaster off putting plaster back on <laughs> showing, he's great, he's showing some stone he is yeah um, make sure to rate like share follow subscribe <clears throat> to our podcast because mm-hmm. it's very important because if you don't do that then other people won't see it yeah and then if other people don't see it then we don't get more followers and if we don't get more followers we might get disheartened and if we get disheartened we might make any more podcasts and then you'll be sad because you have no podcast listening <laughs> that makes Bertie sad <laughs> that was the most convincing plug that you've given out yes. of all of them it's taken 63 but finally I'm on board yes yeah. <laughs> um, neither say it's season 2 episode 11 that's where we're at. Yeah, we're, we're getting wow. up there. We're That's a lot. There, yeah. That's a lot of episodes. So, how was your weekend, lads? Um, oh, busy. Oh yeah. Oh, what did you get up to? Busy. Um, I had clients Saturday morning, as per usual. Right. I was down in Offaly on Friday night. She was cold and wet. Right. Um, then uh, I was with the Boers Mill ladies at eleven o'clock Saturday morning doing a bit of training. And uh, Liverpool. Oh, don't. Liverpool turned up. Don't. I won't say they were playing, but they were there. In in uh, in body, I could see them, but that was about it. Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday, I was back down in Offaly. Before we move on to an, anything else, can I ask? I've got a question about Offaly. Yes. Mm. So at the weekend, uh, Offaly, in a statement issued earlier, Offaly said that they were unable to fulfil Sunday's fixture due to injured and sick players. Yes, the Bourne Cup. Yeah. So surely the Offaly the lady should have played and said, "Well, that yes, but surely there's a big, big squad there where they can have backups." And as well as that, a whole county full of lads who'd be like, uh, give me a shot, will you? Yeah, but it's like um, those kind of friendlies and they're thinking, oh, someone else pulled out and maybe it'll be better than if we do training and because right. the National League starts uh, at the end of the month. So avoiding injuries and that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. And then you win that and you're in the final the following week. And, you know. But in fairness, a lot of county players or a lot of county squads do have a lot of Sigerson players. When you think of all the colleges now, and most players that play Sigerson are county players. Sigur- is that anything to do with Gilfie Sigerson? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, okay. I think it's spelled differently. <laughs> so um, the, the Sigerson is the senior cup competition. It's basically the championship and the senior championship in colleges. All right. <coughs> um, so sorry, finish about your weekend. You were, you were back down in Offaly then? Yeah, so our National League starts next Sunday. We are away to Exford. Ooh. So we'll be getting the bush in Tullamore, and off we go to Exford. Wow. Yeah, first round. How are, how are we looking? Uh, yeah, so we have 30, 30 squad, 30 player squad, uh, all finalised and all in proper order. A few of them are still away, they won't be back for a while. Right, yeah, you were saying at the end of last season there was a few of them who had enough travelling. 
Uh, oh, them, yeah, but then there's a few away with work and they won't be back for a while. And actually one right. one in Edinburgh, so I don't right. know. Some links to Edinburgh maybe later on in the podcast, there, I guess. There, there could possibly be, yeah. who knows. <laughs> um, John Boy. Hey, how, how are was you? How was your weekend, dude? It's okay. I did DIY stuff. DIY. Because I was inspired by the last podcast that oh, isn't wow. it <laughs> what did you do did you start plastering everything <laughs> yeah i knocked down the house <laughs> <laughs> start again <laughs> yeah uh no nah, no nah. I, I, the great the beckon wind blew some windows out the greenhouse oh, remember that big windy shite, night yeah. did, did you not put them in right i did put them in right bertie all right it was the greenhouse that was shoddy measure twice um Quite once yeah and uh yeah so i fixed that and then i did a bit of diy around the house I, like i put in some um Expanding foam into some holes that was you in the wall. You were mad for that expanded foam. I used it for everything. Not a hole left in the house. I Not filled the greenhouse the hole. The, win- the window's gone. And it's full of expanded foam. <laughs> but um, all the air vents. Yeah, the everything. F- all the fridge air- full of expanded foam. A load of windows coming in those air vents. I had to block them up. <laughs> and um, <laughs> who needs ventilation? Mold growing in your house there. And then the wife did her own DIY. She painted the living room, even though I told her not to paint the living room, but she painted it anyway. Oh crap. Did you do a mural, like, or just painted? Just painted it, oh. same colour all the way around. Nail varnish, or did she actually paint it properly? I, I, oh, she did a proper job with the roller and all. all right. But it's probably two shades brighter of a grey. Right. Now, if you had went into that room last week, <laughs> and then went into this week. Different shades of grey. How many fa- shades of grey is there? I don't know, I just said it's a different shade of grey. There's about 50 of them, I think. There's about 50. Oh, it's a 50, is it? <laughs> I heard, but yeah, uh, yeah it, it's it's so it's just basically the same color. Walking in there, uh, well, I had to Jamie tell her Doran, it was a great job. In the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. So do you think that she did that uh, that room just to keep you out of there and stop you putting expanded foam everywhere? It was probably just the so chimney she, beyond. She, she did have her favorite <laughs> television series on the telly while she was right, doing it, so maybe it was okay. her secret way of watching it without me. Maybe. I I think you should get like um, a mural of like you in like a real distinguished jacket. Yeah, and, holding, and maybe you're holding a book. And then the dog beside you. In the living room? Yeah, just up on the wall. It'd be cool. That'd be awesome, actually. Yeah. I'll bring uh, it up. I'll bring it up. Uh, there's bound to be one from the or, family home. I'd say. Or a tunnel. <laughs> a tunnel. Yeah, and people like, you'd say, oh, look at the tunnel. That's into the kitchen. And then people would be bang. You can't put a tunnel in his house. He'd have it full of fucking foam. <laughs> no, but like a, a picture oh, like that a, looks like a tunnel. Oh, oh like, right, and, okay. the, and the coyote runs into it. Yeah. All oh, right, I like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I do um, want to put a... I would, I would like to put some kind of... I, I see a lot of people put... Um, it was like canvases on the walls, like skyline of New York and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't do it. No? Not no. interested? No, but... Um, um, what about I the one with all the builders sitting on the big beam? Uh, maybe in the bedroom, maybe. I'll give you something. There's a local artist. Um, he goes by... I'll give you his art name. But uh, Aidan McCluskey's name. I think it's A.P. Martin is his artist's name. Oh. And I got a painting of him, an original. He painted it um, for Christmas for my mum. And it's, I think it's a Cliffs of Moher mm. that he did. Uh, maybe it wasn't the Cliffs of Moher, but it's a lovely cliff painting. He did loads and loads of paintings, mm. and he'll order them for you. And um, yeah, it was a de- very decent price as well. Does he paint nudes? I, I'm sure you'd, if he asked you, do you know what we should do? We should do a podcast nude photo. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something else there. Where we're all like turned back, and you can see oh. our bumps. We could do a, we could do a calendar <laughs> oh, okay. for 2024. I so drew a picture of me, Aiden, we and the dog. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm going to tag Aiden this week and see if he'll do a portrait of us. Um, I, no, please, actually. As long as it's classy. Of course it'd be classy, it's Aiden. Um, so I I would go for something like that on my walls as opposed to something that a million homes have. Oh. Where are you off to? Well, I just, I, I'll go into 
my weekend then, will I? Uh, what um, did you do this weekend, Scotty? Uh, and now it's time for the news. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I had a great weekend. I'll tell you what I did. Oh. I was in Dublin for the Red Bull showrun. Oh, I've uh, seen that on Instagram. Yesterday. Man, those things are loud. Yeah. It was a, a V8. Uh, I think it was the RB7 is the name of the car. Won the title uh, a few years ago. Sebastian Vettel won the t- title in it. And the V8 engine would blow your ears. Rattles loud. It's unbelievable. Is that where David Coulthard was? Yeah, he I've was seen driving. him in Kyo's pub. He was driving it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was someone doing stunts on a bike, and then there was someone in one of the drift cars as well. Yeah, just Red Bull do a lot of things, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, very good. Um, but the absolutely amazing. Those machines are just fantastic. Um, so that was a lot of, of what my weekend was, yeah, pretty much. Um, all right, will we get on to the news? Yes. Stop touching his bum. All right, here uh-huh. we go. Um, I, this is something that I've kind of touched on. You may think that I'm somewhat obsessed by this, and I think I, I probably am. Maybe you will. But scientists may have found the cure for <laughs> baldness. After oh. <laughs> here we go again. After the caveman gene, caveman gene, sorry, the caveman gene discovery. Um, so hair loss apparently might be a thing of the past. The discovery suggests that we humans actually do have the ability to consistently grow hair everywhere. Yes, <laughs> push it out <laughs> everywhere. Um, but the newly discovered gene, uh, which results uh, in baldness, can be apparently you can switch it on and switch it off. Um, this is something that they've discovered recently. Uh, it could be a breakthrough discovery for anyone. Where is the switch? Um, <laughs> I need to know. Turn around and bend over, and I'll show you. Um, so around the sphincter, <laughs> your sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> this discovery could also be a breakthrough uh, for anyone with hair loss, uh, not just men, but those undergoing like chemotherapy and uh, conditions for like alopecia and that type of stuff. So, um, sometimes I think about it, and then sometimes I say. Shut the fuck up, because it could be worse. <laughs> well, it is, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing about this. I I wouldn't get a hair transplant or any of that type of stuff. But if it got to the point where it was like you could go down to super value and just be like, will you flick on that uh, that gene for me there and grow it back? I'd do it then. If it was mm. like 20 euro to do it. Yeah, it's too dear. Not if it was like, it, it's a few grand or Did something. Did you see your man with the arms? Yes, on Tommy Tiernan, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, that, there's a oh, reason I, I didn't it. say his name. I missed it. Why? Because you're advertising other things. I <laughs> know. Uh, Tommy will take a bit of advertising at the moment. He's okay. in a bit of hot water. <laughs> um, that, 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 that was amazing. Did you see it? Yeah, it's He phenomenal. had no arms, now he has arms. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And were they working? Yeah. Fingers and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, goes, he goes, my, my French arms. He yeah. got them from someone in France. And what's yeah. that guy doing now? Uh, he did. Yeah. Oh, he died? Yeah. yeah. Did you take his arms? Yeah, I took yeah. his arms. He's not going to use them for anything. Yeah. Neither. Yeah. So, so he, that's, those arms had their own story to tell. Those are fake hands. That's terrible, though. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal, isn't it? What yeah. we can do. There's like, it's going to get to a point. I think in our lifetime when it's going to be like, nah, that's just not a thing anymore. Well, they started. Yeah. They started the process in 2013, and he didn't get his arms till 2021. It's still like amazing. What happened to his original arms? Uh, he was electrocuted. He's an electrician up a pole in Iceland, yeah. and he got zzz, and he he went flying off and broke a load of ribs. And he woke up three months later with no arms. Jeez, imagine, Jesus, imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just amazing where what we can do that nowadays, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, All I want is hair. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of hair. Yeah. Um, okay. The, the the next bit of news then um, I'm going to talk about is Shakira. Have you seen Shakira? Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. in the news this week. Um, she wrote a little tune. 
And in the little tune, you know, she, you know, the backstory. She went out with Jared. I've seen married. on social media. Jared yes, Piquet. Jared Piquet, and they had kids together. And then he went off with uh, who's the Spanish footballer's mum? Uh, some twenty-two-year-old. Gabby, I think it was Gabby. Um, oh. His mum, and then and then he's off with the twenty-two-year-old now. Um, and apparently, in her new song, mm. she says, "I'm worth two twenty-two-year-olds." So I'm guessing she's obviously forty-four. Is she? Oh, excellent! That's a pretty funny little line. But she says, um, "She s- she wouldn't be forty-four. Uh, I don't. I, know I, she I think she just be. means like she she's 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 better than that other person. I wouldn't. So would, like, what we're we're late, we're late thirties. Twenty years ago, she, I'd was, say she, would be she was older she would than be 44, me. Forty-four. Yeah, she'd be around that age. But Jared Piquet isn't forty-four. Is he? He's thirty-eight. He only retired last year. 30, maybe late 30s, nearly early 40s, I'd oh, say. So, sure. well, so you wouldn't say no yeah. to Shakira, I suppose, would you? We must do a little no, Google so. there and see what age Shakira is. But uh, in the song, uh, you swapped, this is what you said, you swapped a Ferrari for a Twingo. I'm guessing a Twingo is a little small car. Isn't yeah. It? Right? Yep. Um, a she-wolf like me isn't for rookies. Um, there, uh, Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff. You went there. and bought one. A Twingo, did yeah, he? Yeah, and turned up Have you not seen the follow-ups? Yeah. I no, well, I was going to ask you. And, but and you got a sponsorship deal with Casio. Oh, he got a sponsorship deal with Casio, started wearing a Casio watch, and then bought a Twingo and yeah. started driving around in it. I just heard about the dad uh, oh. responding as well. See that uh, Kings League he's doing? That looks class. No. You know, What's th- th- that's what he's doing now. Kings League? It, yeah, it's Kings League. It's like seven aside with all ex-famous footballers. Oh, Kings League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's class. Uh, what I wanted to ask you about yes. is... If you ever broke up with someone, or when you have broken up with someone in the past, if you, if you ever broke up with Shakira, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. If you that broke up with Shakira, which you pretty well wouldn't, <laughs> um, would you go and do something like that publicly, where you kind of go and talk down about them and try and besmirch their name, or is it better just to go under the radar and let things go? Well, I, I, I can't, I can't write songs. <laughs> well, I mean, like, would you like in the middle of an awfully GAA match? Would you run out in the middle of the pitch and be like? Blah, 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 is such and such, or badmouth no. someone. Would you badmouth someone after breaking up with them? No. But then again, not after, n- well, it depends what they did. Yeah, not never bad ever happened to me. Even if they did something bad to you, would you go around badmouthing them? Is it a thing? No. Mm, no. The in- instant reaction would be yes, but then you'd have you'd realise eventually that, look, it's not worth it. There's nah, not much not to gain, it. is there? Like, no. In fairness. Nah, it is what it is. I think writing a song like this and talking about all the stuff kind of. It, it's it her therapy. The little sir. It makes her look bad as well. Yeah, as, but but as him. is that her therapy, or is she actually trying to dig at him? Now? I don't. Well, I think she can afford actual <coughs> therapy, so <coughs> she should probably oh. do that. Um, I don't know. She got done for tax, didn't she? That's right. That was well, his yeah. fault, though, wasn't it? Apparently so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I would say uh, yeah. Look, in the song it says, "You left me with uh, with my mother-in-law as a neighbor with a pre- with the press at my door and a debt to the tax man." <coughs> so apparently, it was something to do with him. Yeah. Um, Miley Cyrus did the same thing, but loads of football, really? loads yeah. of footballers in Spain get done with that. Yeah, yeah, apparently, for whatever so. reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miley Cyrus brought out a song just released it like yesterday or something about her ex-boyfriend Liam Hemsworth. What? Yeah, because he said he dedicated Bruno Mars's "I Should Have Bought You Flowers" song. You know that? Should have bought you flowers. Yeah. yeah. She's after re- releasing her own one that counteracts all those lines. So like oh. when Bruno Mars sings "I I Should Have Bought You Flowers," she's like, "I can buy my own flowers." Yeah. Um, should have made you a cup of tea like I should have made my own cup of tea <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> I can make my own cup of tea stuff like that oh, that's, that's a, pretty a, funny it's a pure counteracted song she's responding though to a song though. that's not bad do you remember in the 2000s there was a there was a song where uh, I think it was Charlie was the name of the artist she wrote a song about a guy 
oh, that breakup, was it? Yeah, oh, and the guy yeah. wrote a song back to back her. Oh, well. yes, that was that. great marketing. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very good. Mm. Clever, clever, clever. Mm. Um, okay, will we get on to our topic of the day? Yes. Which is Simeon Greenway Robbins. And interestingly enough, you're, you're um, a Cardiff man who lives in Scotland, but plays GAA. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Explain yourself. How did this it's come like, about? It's a, it's, a weird, it's a weird enough story. So in Wales, Gaelic GAA is not really a thing. There's only one club in the whole of Wales. I'd seen like clips of it before, but that was it. When I moved up to uh, Edinburgh for university 18 months ago, huge Irish population up here. And I made a few mates, Irish mates through TikTok where I met up. And they were just like, um, I, one of them, one of them at the pub one night took me to the All Ireland final to watch the pub, at, to watch at the pub, uh, the Tyrone Mayo one. Um, Again. And I was like, oh, this is brilliant. And it was just like, everyone was just steaming and everything. And then kind of just started growing from there. And when the next season came around, I was just watching it religiously. Um, and then, Another one of my mates up here played for the club up here, Dunedin Connolly's, which is what this jersey is. And um, they were like, come along, give it a try, and played a little bit last season, which was, was great fun. I loved it. So that, that was that was Gaelic, was it? It wasn't Hurling? No, so there's only one Hurling club in uh, Scotland, in Glasgow, so I'm going to do some training with them, but I'm not going to play this season. I'm just going to get used to it, but mostly I'm sticking just to Gaelic in Edinburgh. Well, yeah. you'd be taking your life in your hands playing hurling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard some horror stories. Yeah. Well, they have a similar game in Scotland called Shinty. Shinty, yeah, yeah. It's very similar to, to, uh, to hurling, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. more like ground hurling the whole time. Right. But I think there's a bit more catching in hurling, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because they play each other once a year, don't they? They're hurling and Shinty. Yeah, it's like an international rules competition. It's the same way that the GA play the Australian rules then as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so come here to me. Um, you played rugby, or do you still play rugby uh, at, at senior level, or did you stop playing rugby and go into refing full time? What was the story there? Yeah, so um, I so I know I don't play anymore unless like I play for like an odd charity match thing, but I don't. I your body can't take anymore. But um, so was playing uh, Cardiff Blues Academy, well, kind of in the fringe group of it. Got diagnosed with diabetes, body kind of went to shut down for a while. So kind of got dropped out of that. Oh. Um, and then just, I continued playing for my club back in Wales, Caffili. Um, And then we had a WRU coach at the school who was like, oh, give Refn a go. It looks good on your CV. Mm. Started doing it. Um, got, I think it was just one of his lucky things with someone from Welsh Rugby was watching one day. And mm. I was doing just a school game after school. And they started watching me and they invited me into the um, academy in Wales for refing and it kind of just then I and then the next season I went full-time refing and just took off from there wow that's amazing and uh, what level do you ref Uh, so I recently this week even just been promoted up to do start doing national league refereeing in Scotland so a post where I was in a regional area that uh, Edinburgh and East Lothian now I'm I could be anywhere. So my first national games in two weeks and I'm in Glasgow for it. It's a Glasgow Derby in national three. Wow. And is that like a proper professional ref? Like, so do you get like um, the expenses for going and traveling and paid for it? And so all yeah. That? Expenses are at all levels, but once you start doing national level, depending on which uh, grade it is, you start then getting a bit of match fee as well, which is nice on the side pint money, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Is it, is it something that you could do professionally? You can be a professional ref. 
that's what I'm aiming for. I'm in the group that the young, there's like a few young ones that they're trying to push up to go to the top. So I'm in that group in the Scottish app. So I wouldn't ref for Wales. I'd end up refing for Scotland now. Yeah. Um, and all going well, hopefully continuing will go professional one day. That's what I want to do. That's what was the dream for it. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Nigel Owens must be the, the, the main man then for you. Like, yeah, I, I've met him. I worked with him one day down in Wales. So he, a lovely, lovely guy. But um, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm aiming for. That type of thing. It's sort of, yeah. Mm. Sure. Yeah, we've actually, recently enough, it's been in the news here in Ireland quite a bit about uh, refing and actually in GAA, the, the abuse that refs get. That's been kind of a hot topic over the yeah, last few but months. I think rugby is a little bit more. Like, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The, the, like a gentle, gentlemanly kind of game. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you come across any, any uh, hassles uh, in rugby where people are giving you a bit of grief or be apprehensive about going into being a ref because of that? I don't know if it ever crossed my mind. It, it, in Wales, it's a much more discussion with the ref. Like, there's a lot of argument, arguing in Wales and Welsh rugby. Where mm. when I moved up here, it's a lot less. But, um, I mean, it happens. I've red carded players for telling you to f off and stuff like that. So it do, it does happen. Thankfully, it's not too common. And if you give them a penalty for chat back, they normally shut up for the rest of the game. But it yeah. it does happen, like now and then. What about the abuse from crowds? You get abuse from crowds or family members, aren't like that from the? Your... Oh yeah, you you again back in Wales, like of age grade age grade rugby parents could be brutal. Yeah, like stuff think... you'd hear on the sideline, but. Hey, it's just I can't I don't hear it when you I feel like any good ref would be so focused mm. on the game that you just don't hear what's going on in the background. Yeah. yeah. So I know norm, normally it's my mates come and watch and then they're like, you know what I was just shouting at you. I was like, were they? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh okay. Blanket out. There's a, one of my friends he plays AIL rugby, so I think that's like the top one in Ireland before you reach like say Leinster and, and those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he says about the refs, like, I mean, yeah, he, they call him, like, sir, instead of, like, ref. So, yeah. same with you, like, well. Well, yeah, it's quite, like, especially after doing uni rugby, I know a lot of the boys. I go out with them after the games normally. And it's so funny because when they're normally calling me Simeon or whatever off the field, as soon as it's on the pitch, they're calling me sir, and it's so funny. But, like, I have these guys on mates and they're all so polite to you on the pitch. And awesome. I know, I know, because GA is like an amateur sport with with the ref and so with uh, rugby because it's a professional game with the TMO and stuff. So how yeah. do you like able to ref without that? It must be is it hard like with decisions and calls. I mean, you you just play what you, you say it to the players. You say it to everyone. You you play what you see. I've not refed with a TMO yet, but I've been lucky enough to do some big games with like mic'd up touch judges and stuff. It, it does help, but. I mean, you're taught as a referee, even when you got all that, is still ref it as you did when you were ref in an under-15s game on a Sunday. Just ref what you see, and then when you're fortunate to have all your other assistants, they'll call in if you've missed something. But, I mean, yeah, it's hard you miss stuff. Obviously, as you know, with rucks and stuff, it's a, it's a dirty game, and you got you have all these players saying, oh, I was punched in this. I'm like, didn't see it, sorry. You just got to... Everyone just kind of gets on with it, and people know you can't see everything. Well, you like to think they know. And have you uh, fitness tests to do? Because I know the GARFs, like, um, the pitches similar size for some of the GA pitches, but obviously the rugby is a little bit more, like, stoppy-starty with the scrums and, and things like that, where in GA, the ref, as you've seen, is kind of more up and down the field the whole time. Like, they go yeah. through fairly big fitness tests in order to keep up with it and stuff. Uh, you, you the same as well? 
Yeah, no, so we, we get put through quite a lot of fitness tests. Um, they've got, like, there's different different unions and stuff, and World Rugby use different tests for different things, but you've got to do lots of, like, Broncos, 30-15s, bleep tests, lots of, there's a lot, most referee-type fitness stuff is um, stop-start. As you said, like, with GA, it's more of a constant flow of running, but with refing, it's sprint, jog, sprint, jog, stop. It's a, it's a very... Um, fart leg type training and fitness tests that we have to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you would have watched it, but um, there was a club. The club All Ireland was on yesterday, and I, I saw bits of it. Yeah, team from Kerry Fossa played a team for Tyrone, and like uh, six people got sent off. <laughs> I, I saw a few of them. I, I, I talked about it on TikTok earlier. Um, I mean, I saw the main the elbow to the heads, yeah. which was like that. I mean, that's I don't know if for sure in GA, but that get a ban probably owns it yeah it'll have to go up uh, to tyrone first and then if it's uh if they don't settle or whatever it goes like to the, to the national council uh for discipline like hmm. yeah so i saw that and then i saw something else like with um uh Paddy clifford and what he said about the ref afterwards i <laughs> I, I spoke about that so i was like in rugby that you'd get a ban for that in rugby or saying it in the speech afterwards like honestly yeah did you ever see the um Razzy Rasmus, the South African coach, when he started yeah. making videos, he was. I mean, he's got banned. He's had multiple bans now for it. So and, you, and you like get that, it. And that, that was some of them were in his own time on like was it TikTok or Instagram or whatever. They weren't even. He after made it. a YouTube video or something. He just yeah. put it out about the refs and the Lions tour. <laughs> where uh, I'm not sure whether Paddy will get in trouble for it or not, but um, I'd say he will. It's just he's kind of lucky that it was a final. And kind of, there's nothing for a while now or whatever. But he, yeah, I yeah. he will get done for it. To be fair to him, like. but yeah, because I, I talked about it, I got a lot of people because I've started doing more like Gaelic stuff on TikTok. So I've got, I've all of a sudden had a massive like Irish population start following me, which is quite interesting. Yeah. So I, I'm getting a lot of opinions on that, and obviously it's not my most expertise thing because I try and relate it still to rugby of what it'd be like this way or that way. And I, I talk to people, like, I'll be very civil with them, but like some people were like explaining how it is the amateur game how they're going obviously they will be working tomorrow or whatever and yeah. how it, they will you know it shouldn't be banned and stuff because uh, them lads would be like they're junior so like you know you're senior intermediate junior so that is like not the lo- that's the lowest grade that you could get to in all ireland where in most counties you'd still have so that might be junior but you also have junior b c d and some counties yeah junior f even as well like so that's kind of low. so the you know it's a it's a massive thing for them but still like once it's on the stage in crow park or whatever you, like you can't be throwing out elbows like you manded <laughs> oh it would no it was all like yeah i mean one of my best mates he's um he's from dublin or from leecham lives in dublin now and i mean he tells me some of the stuff he plays junior b for some Marys, and he was telling me some interesting stuff which goes down because it's the same as I was saying when you are at like say the top in Crow Park things are seen the referees better but then yeah. you're dropping down to county referees then club referees and like basically some games you go to it's basically the referees on his own he has uh, usually it's like an umpire you have two umpires at the goals but it's one from each club and then a club linesman this side and a club linesman that side so yeah he, that's what it's like for me he literally has no help like in all his decisions like <laughs> I know and you get these people who aren't qualified you can't take things from and they'll just shout anything at you to get a decision won't they uh we were at um a club game years ago and there was a lad on the sideline and um he was from a, a club in mead and um his brother was playing and the referee sent off his brother 
and he got the linesman flag and he just looked at the referee oh, and said, you can find someone else to do the line and he walked off. And oh, mother, the, goal, the goalkeeper said that, as you see, to kick it off the tee like for the restart. Yeah, yeah. and the brother was walking by and he launched the ball like out over the the, the, the hedge behind the goals and all as he was walking off <laughs> oh, absolute shithousery isn't it I know yeah. so can I ask you just when, when you watch rugby nowadays I'll bring it back to rugby very briefly when you watch rugby nowadays like maybe when you watched it in your youth and you would like say admire likes of like Jonah Lumi or something and you would make a run you'd be like that's fantastic do you see refs nowadays and you're like this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at MintMobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, that was fantastic reffing. Yeah, yeah. I, that's how I, that's how kind of how I watch rugby more. Unless it's like Wales playing where I become the most Welsh man you'll ever meet. Yeah. Like the accent comes out fully. It's, it gets interested. But watching refs like Luke Pearce, um, Holly Davison, Wayne Barnes, people, those three in particular for me, who was still refing at the moment, mm. I'll watch and be like, that's pretty or like um I was watching Edinburgh v Glasgow with my coach, my referee coach, and we were watching um it was his actual former student who was refing the game and he was showing me how he wants me to stand in different positions and things like that. So you watch him and you're like, that's brilliant. Or alternatively, I'll watch him and go, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's obviously been situations where you've watched and you've been like, oh, I would have totally done that the opposite way to what he just done. Yeah, sometimes I just don't understand. Like when they've got all these TMOs and everything, I'm like, how is this still happening? Something's still baffling me, but it's getting better. It's it's becoming more consistent, I think, this season. And uh, you said you're on a council of referees and is there any uh, female referees for rugby and talent? 
Yeah, so in Scotland, you've got Holly Davison, who's like, she's the top ref in Scotland. She, yeah, the top ref in Scotland. She'll do a men's Six Nations game next year, I reckon. She'll, I won't be surprised if they send her to the World Cup as a touch judge, but she's she's a women's World Cup final. Brilliant ref. Um, probably one of the most consistent refs at the moment. Then we've got, um, throughout the levels, we've got, we've got more females coming through. Thankfully, because of Holly, there's been more women coming through on it, but it's still massively male-dominated. Because uh, in Ireland, it's uh, Joy, Joy Neville, I think, is the... Is the yeah. And then, the, I think uh, I think it was Barnes in one of the games, just about, like, mistakes you make and stuff. And um, one of the players, like, pointed out one of the rules. And that he... It might be Austin Barnes, but he made the mistake. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're actually right. Like, does that happen a lot? Like, because you said discussions. And is majority of time when you make a decision, is there a proper discussion like that at the referee and you do? So a good ref would keep the give a decision if they have to briefly explain it but one thing we're kind of taught these days is talk less just let your referee let the hand signals and the whistle do the talking so if there's a lot of if there's a downplay or someone's injured I'll, i will have a discussion with the captain but that's the thing with rugby it's only the captain which should be talking to you and i'm quite big on that how i ref because as soon as one voice pipes up then they all start going and then you lose all control of the game. But I mean, yeah, I, I this discussion was like two weeks ago, I, I made a mistake and I was like, guys, I'm sorry, that's my mistake. Turned over my decision. I was like, and, but if you, if you admit your mistake and apologize, they're normally quite happy and understanding that you can do that. And then does that annoy you then when you see like in um, the football, well, the soccer, like that everyone like crowds around the referee. I, I think that's definitely something that they have to get rid of in the soccer. Drives me nuts. Like World Cup, like the World Cup just passed their football World Cup. Brilliant, loved it. But it was just some of the times you just watch all these players coming in and shout at the ref. I'm like, I c- I could never ref soccer. I could never do it just because I think I'd lose the will to live with watch how all these players come and shout at them. Yeah, I definitely like. I mean, in the GA, it's um, it's there's moments like that in like very random games, but it's never really a big crowd like that. And no, that's what I've always noticed. Yeah, and even in the soccer now, I play like I play a low level soccer as well. And like, yeah, one or two might argue with the referee, but you never crowd that in. Do you think it's something that is because of where the players are coming from? Because in rugby, there's not as much of a collection from like all different nationalities in in, in rugby. Would there be when you're when you're refing? Like, yeah, it's yeah, it, especially it's weird because like in Wales, it, I'd say it's more nationalities. There's a lot of it rugby's very diverse in Wales. It's the everyday man sport. Where in Scotland, it's more of a middle upper class sport. So mm. you're getting it, it's a lot of just private school kids who've now gone and played club, and especially in Edinburgh. So a lot of them are polite. A lot like how they were brought up like that. They're very they don't talk back. Yeah, and because uh, uh, I actually seen you on on TikTok when I was flicking through, and you were practicing your your point scoring. Oh yes. <laughs> Has it has it has has improved much since that video? A bit. I haven't been. I was going to go out today, but it was snowing, so I was like, I couldn't get out. But it's something I've been practicing more and more on, just because like an overseas and is incoming soon. Yeah. And is there many like um, you're? You'd obviously go to a rugby pitch then. I know the crossbar is a little bit higher, but is there yeah. many like actually GA pitches around, or is it just that you use the rugby p- field? Like, so as far as I'm aware, in Edinburgh, our club is the only GA pitch in Edinburgh. I've never seen another one, which was, it's part of um, a rugby club. It's a joint like rugby and Gaelic. They share the same um, 
there's a yeah, there's a football pitch, a Gaelic football pitch on one half, and then the other side's the rugby pitch. But um, I think it's the only one, and it's the only one I've ever seen in Edinburgh. Uh, because we done a podcast a while ago um, about um, people in Uganda, and uh, it's I think it was Irish people in Uganda started with the hurling, and all the kids seen it on YouTube and everything, and they're looking for like um, clubs to like send over hurls and helmets and gear you're not using anymore, and I just thought it was interesting, and that's why we said we might get you on because you're coming from like like a, a non-Irish background, say, and you're yeah. after, like picking it up. And just like what would be the things that like brought brought you into it? Because you obviously like the rugby. It's just an, it's just like you like all round sports, and you picked it picked it up like. I, I no, I love. Well, for so long, I kind of just did rugby. When I lived in Wales, I didn't really watch anything. Else. I'd watch Wales playing any sport, and that was kind of it. But I'd only really watch the rugby. Then when I came here, there's this sports much more diverse. So I started watching a lot more soccer, um, and then meeting my Irish friends, it just watch don't watch in Gaelic and I, it's everything I love about sport in one sport because I like I like kicking I was a kicker in rugby I played fullback I, so I always quite like that I like the fact you don't have stoppage in very much in Gaelic uh, it's just go 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 all the time and I it just it's just easy on the eye I find and quite easy enough to pick up so it just kind of all molded in together and I like I like the culture and it just yeah it was great and um, what about the kicking technique? Because it is a good bit different. Like, so I think now I've never played rugby, but it's more kind of dropping the ball, say square down from both hands on, onto, the, onto the laces, like to kick through it. Where, yeah, where, yeah. It's more... where the GA ball is obviously round and you, you drop it quite differently. So it's like right hand to right foot, left hand to left foot. Like, Yeah, and that's what's been like the biggest crossover, um, which I've struggled a bit with. Like, I mean, yeah, from some of those videos, like from this time last year when I kind of started getting into it and started practicing it. Like my mate brought me over a, a football, game of football. And so that, that was quite helpful. But um, yeah, it really took a while to get, like started using the one hands, but it is quite different. And uh, how would you find the solos then as well? Because that, that, that'd be a big thing that you wouldn't have done. Again, that, that's something I kind of practice when I'm doing my fitness sessions, just kind of just running up and down just off both feet. So that, again, that's something I have to practice quite a long because that that's, it takes so much coordination. Oh, it does, and you were practicing with both feet, which is a which is a big plus because there's lots of people that I know to play that can't kick with their other foot. Like, I think the only reason I can do a bit of left is because when I played fullback, you had to kick off both feet. So you, you have the coordination from that anyway. Yeah. I, oh, sorry, Scott. Yeah, no, I was just going to say I, I noticed on your your Instagram uh, a Derry jersey. Do you have any uh, affiliation to any particular county in Ireland or? Is it just, are you just collecting jerseys that you like at the moment? So I've got, I, I do, I collect jerseys of all sports. Like I've got a massive jersey collection, but I've particularly majority of my friends who are Irish are from Derry. And like, I've been yeah. to Derry a few times and I, I like the place and I, I like the team. So it's kind of like, I need someone, I need a county to support of some sort. So I was like, right, I'll go with Derry. And when I was deciding, it was at the time when I kind of mid division two last season, I was like, they're not like the best team, so it's kind of you know glory hunting. And then they went and got into the semi final. I was like, oh. <laughs> and uh, their club team is actually in the in the All Ireland now next weekend. Glenn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, with um Connor. Oh God, what's his name? Glass. Yeah, uh, yeah, Connor Glass. The tall yeah. ginger guy. Yeah, oh, he's great. I couldn't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's unbelievable. He he went and played AFL for a while in Australia. Yeah, so because um one of the Mayo players has just gone and done that, haven't they? Uh, yeah, Ushin. I can't remember. He was the fullback for Mayo as well, so he's gone too. 
Yeah, no, because because they don't do the internationals anymore, do the international rules anymore, do they? Well, they're talking about bringing it back for this year, but I don't know if they are. Um, but a, a lot of people are going over. Now, some go over and love it and make a great career, like Zach Tuhi has gone over, and then there's a fella here from Navin, uh, Connor Nash. Uh, some now, maybe they don't like it, come back, because I suppose it's a lot different being an amateur sport, and then even though it's not the same sport, but going over and actually be like a professional athlete. And I don't think some people might not like that, you know? No, I was watching on that. I was watching the um, what's it, the greatest challenge or something, um, on RTE. Oh, where, going, where the switch? Yeah, where they switched. It was Shane Williams when yeah, they played yeah, uh, um, Michael Murphy went and played rugby, and that I kind of saw. That was kind of one of the other things I saw, which got me into watching Gaelic. Because someone was like, "Go watch it." Shane Williams goes and plays Gaelic. I was like, oh, brilliant. Because um, yeah, it, it, it was interesting. Yeah, because he, he was quite impressed at the fact that, like, the like, yeah, we all go to work and then you obviously go home, have dinner, and trains probably half seven, eight o'clock, and you're trying to make that. And uh, you know, with the club, you're usually ten minutes from the pitch with, with your own club, and then you yeah. county then, and then either county girls or county lads, they usually have a bit of travelling involved. So a lot of counties have like a centre of excellence where the county team would train. And sometimes that could be an hour, an hour and a half. And then, like you said before, um, you have to get up then the next day and actually go back to work. And I think that kind of really, really impressed him about that because when he was a professional rugby player, it was like much like a soccer or any professional sport. It's all kind of mapped out. You have to be a trainer at nine o'clock. That's your day. That's your work. And then in the evening time, it's it's your own time, you know? Yeah. And I've, I've when I started like to get into Gaelic and following that, I started trying to bring that tra- idea of training into my referee training because I'm... Um, I work part-time in a pub and I'm a student nurse, so I'm quite busy with that stuff. So I've always tried to get that whole idea of get up early, do training, then do some more in the evening. Cause it's a, it's a good sit when, until you're not professional, until you are professional, even like in the referee world, you've got to keep your fitness up and you've got to do stuff like that to make it work. And is there many um, ladies teams in uh, Scotland for the GA? Uh, so our team, um, I think I want to say every so there's, I think it's five or six Gaelic teams and one hurling team. And I'm pretty sure they all have ladies teams. But the unis in Edinburgh, all but my uni, have Gaelic and hurling. They it disbanded in my uni. But um, I had a, one of my mates from Derry. She played for one of the unis here. And it's apparently quite a good league. Um, and my club got to the All-Britain final for the ladies this season. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, because uh, just in Mead now, we're on a bit of a crest of a wave with our ladies over the last uh, few years because um, they would have been like intermediate six years ago, and they lost like uh, two intermediate finals, all Ireland finals in a row. Then <sighs> won the intermediate, and then won the senior. And it only happened once before that the team that got promoted from intermediate won the senior again. So we're kind of uh, back in the ladies a lot more now because the lads are, you know, they're they're not great at the moment. <laughs> Is it? You, you, it's Mead Division two or three. Uh, the ladies now are Division One in in. Oh, Mead. ladies division, and what and the men's. Are... And the men are Division Two. All right. Yeah. But that's good. That's good. That it's. I mean, that's going to get more women involved, isn't it? Watching. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's what I was saying. It's it's a big thing with that, and I think the, um um in um the UK as well with the soccer, they're doing quite well because obviously England won with the ladies, and I think there's a big uptake in ladies soccer, and then it's the same yeah. in Mead. There's like loads of clubs now that are like so, every kind of locality has a lads club team but not everyone has like a ladies team but now it's coming more and more that every club has a ladies team now as well which is great because usually it's, it's like, like 
I think it's in a lot in a lot of sports, the ladies' games are growing at the moment. I know in rugby especially, because they're getting all this whole with the six women's six nations, they're doing it away from the men's now, so it gets more viewage and stuff. And you get in big stadiums like England will play in Twickenham, Wales will play in the Principality. It's get all women's sport I think is getting a lot bigger at the moment, getting more funding, which is great. Uh, yeah, and I think uh, the Irish uh, uh, rugby, ladies rugby now is getting, uh, they got contracts now as well. And being... Scotland just got them and Wales got them the year before, so they're all getting them. Because, I mean, it showed England and France had them for years and it showed how I mean, they're great teams and it works. So I think that's why all the other unions have started to take them on as well now. And not to go away from the sport for a second, but you said you're, um, you're obviously training as a nurse as well. So that yeah. uh, obviously takes a lot of time too. Yeah, uh, so child nurse, um, first year, yeah, it, it does. It takes a lot of time. So I'm going on to placement in May. I don't know where yet, but when like it, when you're not on placement, you do have enough time to do sports and stuff. But when you're on placement, you're doing four or five shifts a week, depending if you if you're a community, you've got your weekends free stuff. But if you're not, you're you're doing twelve hours day and night shifts. Could be Saturday, Sunday. Could be any day of week. So it it does take a lot of time up as well. And um, there's a big Irish contingent up in Edinburgh, as you said, but I think that's a lot because of uh, the colleges as well. I think a lot of Irish go to college in Edinburgh after the finish year. Mm. Yeah, that's and that's what I, like, I've spoken to a lot, and that's what they um, all say. And especially with nursing, because like on my course, two men, a hundred, uh, so hundred people, two men, ninety-eight women. The only other guy on my course, he's from Donegal, so he was one of the other ones who got me into it. Um, and but. A massive pop, like I would say, potentially even twenty-five percent of the people on that course were Irish, and they were all like, "The NHS is a good enough system, but they they get the funding for it." And it's a, they all say it's a better to do it here than it is in Ireland. So that's why they all come over here to do it. So they're they're sucking you in, they're they're turning you into a bit of an Irishman. I'm off to Dublin in the morning. Oh, oh yeah, oh great. Oh, well, I, this I, awesome I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I spoke to. You. I booked me and my flatmate booked the last minute flight out to um. Dublin in the morning, so I stayed with my mate from Leacham in Swords, and we're just we're literally going for a day, and we're just going out tomorrow and getting hammered. Oh, well, Brilliant. that's that's why people do come the to usual Dublin, tourist yeah. stuff, the Guinness factory, all that jazz. <laughs> oh, I did that back in October. It's, we did the Croke Park experience as well, which was great. Who's the asshole, me or you? So people will know this because uh, loads of people uh, post things up and then they ask people for their advice back, as in, am I the asshole here? Mm. Oh, right, in, okay. in the story. Okay. So John said he read a lot of it on Reddit. People post up on Twitter and all these things. Right. So I thought this was uh, th- this was one that you might have uh, some experience with. <laughs> so that's why uh, I said an asshole. <laughs> So I said I might read this one out instead, right? Sometimes I am. Pretty much all any of them I used to read, if you have to write something to say am I an asshole, generally means yeah, because yeah, you're th- an asshole. This has definitely happened to people in Ireland. And it's happened to me. Okay. And it's probably happened to you. And might have happened to you. Okay. 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 So it must be something awesome then. Mm. No, it's nothing fictional. It's okay if that's where you <laughs> Why did you going. I didn't. I didn't tick it out one second, actually. Just in case you thought it was something to do that. Okay. Dare you. So two weeks ago. Amazon dropped off, dropped off a package on my doorstep. I left it there and went to the store. When I came back, it was still there. Hmm. I took it inside, called Amazon customer service. After being asked for and giving the associate n- the name, tracking number and contents of said par- package, I was told their policy was to either keep it or trash it. Hmm. I kept a part of it and threw the rest away. Hmm. I don't know, maybe it was a sub. <laughs> like a subway. <laughs> um, last night the owner of the package knocked on my door loudly oh. Oh. it's the only way to knock I answered and she immediately accused me of stealing her stuff 
Oof. I apologised and asked what was she talking about I had completely forgotten about it at this point mm-hmm. she mentioned that she had a camera in her car and recorded Amazon dropping off the item plus they take photos of the home number and she was contemplating getting the police involved. Whoa. I remembered the items and asked about the specific one. She confirmed it was hers, then went into a story about Amazon not replacing the items or refunding her the money, and I apologised again and explained the situation, my actions and what I was told by Amazon. And since I still had one part of her package, I gave it to her. <laughs> yeah, <you> did. <laughs> she left after repeating her concerns, assumptions about our thievery. Oh today, literally 30 minutes ago, well, obviously not today, I learned that she previously took her complaints to the only neighbour that I know and am friendly with in the complex, bothering him at his job for over 10 minutes, calling my family thieves and threatening police action. Wow. So, am I the asshole for keeping slash trashing someone else's property? And then there's another little note. He says the place he lives in, the individual unit slash apartment number was not in the package. Just her name and the townhouse condo complex address itself. There's no manager's office, no lobby, no communal area, no communal mailbox. It's a townhouse condo type situation. I have no idea what that kind of situation is. Mm. I also didn't know her before last night. I don't exactly speak to the neighbours except for the mainly that one there. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what kind of place he lives in. But I am. Um... He, we all can agree. I think he's not the asshole. There's a few. Well, there's a few things missing. Right. Okay. Like, how did he got the package and came home and then went? Oh, sure, it's still there. And then rang Amazon like ten minutes there. So, like, how long did from the time that package arrived Mm -hmm. to when he decided I'm going to keep it and throw it away? Was it like by seven o'clock that night? Mm. Or did this lady come like after a week? Going, where's my package? Or did she come that night? No, after two weeks. After oh, two weeks. weeks. That's a long, there, yeah. long time. Well, that is a long time. She's yeah. not, no, he's not the asshole, no. No. Be- um, because I, I've often got things delivered to me that wasn't mine, and I didn't know who it was. Hmm. The, if he had, hadn't have rang Amazon and just kept <coughs> it and be like, oh, I trashed part of it and kept the other bit, then I'd be a little bit more inclined. But he went to the effort of ringing Amazon. Yeah, and uh, Amazon, apparently someone down in the comments said Amazon probably asked him to open the package to that's, see what it was. That's their policy, apparently, is if you get something out like that, they're like, eh, just keep yeah, it. But was, the, it. was the address on it? And if that if the person's seen it in the car camera, <coughs> then obviously it's like across the road or it's, nearby. It's, it's in the same complex, but uh, look, I, I don't know where in the world it is, but they don't talk to their so neighbors. it's a complex, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would say no, definitely not. He, he he went to the effort of ringing Amazon, got the advice. Amazon advised. I think Amazon are the assholes because yeah. they, they advised him to do that either. and they won't refund her. So yeah, mm. yeah Amazon are. And yeah. also, she's a bit of an asshole as well. Yeah, not to understand it. Mm. Now, maybe it was a really expensive thing. I don't know. What comes in two parts? At the same time, like if that's the advice, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think Amazon. Oh, <laughs> you okay? I don't think Amazon. Uh, would have advised him to keep it uh, or scrap it if they weren't going to refund her. Yeah. I don't think that so bit... That, I don't know whether she got refunded or not. I don't think that bit is true. Because it's different in Ireland. Like, you will find someone that knows somebody. Oh, Jesus, you will, yeah. yeah. You could be in New York, get a delivery, and if it's an Irish person, you'll find them. Yeah. Or a cousin, at least, that knows them. It's that time you know the name. It's the reason we all came. Find the words that are the same. It's that time to play the waffle game. John, it is up to you now to name five famous Johns. <laughs> John Lennon. Uh, John... Crap. John Krav- Kravitz. John John Malkovich. <laughs> nice. John T. Payne. Uh, John... 
John, it's so weird you can, that your mind goes blank. John, I've no idea. John Wick. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> legend. I love it. Uh, Little puppy. John, 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 John. <laughs> Time. Oh, okay. I, could, I didn't. I know loads of Johns that are famous. Okay, John, give me thirty seconds of the clock. I've kind of got an idea of what it is now. So, um, well, unfortunately, you're probably mistaken. Ah, oh, damn it! I was preparing Owens in my head. <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't find any proper famous Owens. Oh, so okay. what I went was... Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Scotty, in 30 seconds, can you name five famous Scots? As oh. in Scottish people. Oh, right. Uh, Gordon Strachan, Billy Connolly, um, the guy who played James Bond, Sean, Con- Sean Connery. Oh, um, yeah. Shrek. Hmm. Yeah, pretty good one. <coughs> Um, let me see who else. Uh, what's the guy? Roger, uh, the guy who did Maggie May. Don't get bogged down. Keep going. Rod Stewart. Um, who else? Duncan Ferguson. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Colin Hendry. Um, all all done. <laughs> That's a shame. Damn it! Did I still get zero? <laughs> God damn it! Hate that game. Okay. <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Scotty. The ones that uh, you can't tell me. Shrek's you know what on that, that means? Yeah, I know. What okay, so uh, famous Scots are Scottish people. Okay. Oh, am I on that list? Uh, for because I looked at Owens and I couldn't find any. Owen Hargreaves, Michael yeah, Owen. Yeah, but they're all O W E N. Michael Owen could be. Yeah. Which? O-W-E-N. Oh, there's, yeah, there's Feckle the O-I-N. Yeah. I'll never get them. So that's why I said your second name, Scotty. We'll go with... Oh, that's good, yeah. Well, Scott, yeah, yeah. we'll go yeah, with yeah. Scott, okay? Still so, doesn't work, though. <laughs> uh, William Wallace. Oh, yeah, he's pretty famous, okay. yeah. Andy Robertson. Uh, yeah. Plays for Liverpool. Yeah, could have given you. Hugh McGregor. Yeah. James McAvoy. See, now you say it. Mm. Nah, not as much. Jimmy uh, Boy. Alex Ferguson. They're just all people you fancy. I forgot Alex is Scottish. Yeah, Alex, yeah. yeah. Okay. Topic A, famous Johns. So did I get zero there? Yes. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. I just need one. Mine were way better. Billy Connolly should have been on that list. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I Googled He should have been, to be fair. And Sean Connery. Okay. Yeah. So famous Johns. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp? Yeah, because I, I assume he's called Johnny Depp. I didn't Depp, say Johnny's. Yeah. John Cena? Oh, yeah. Screw him. John F. Kennedy. Oh, no pretty, way. Pretty famous, yeah. John Wayne? What? Yeah. Oh. 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 Could there be a tie All break? is one. Oh. John Lennon. John <laughs> Lennon. Damn it. John yeah. Lennon saves the day. Oh, look, I'm happy enough. It's, it was a Beatles thing. That's okay. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. happy with John Lennon. Fair play. Right? Fair play. Um, <coughs> God damn it. Yes. I hate this. Can we go back to general knowledge, please? If I'm only you guys could see my <laughs> smug face. <laughs> Would uh, one week, do you want to do um, like um, your category? What's that TV show that they say is your favorite topic or something oh yeah um uh, countdown countdown zero Ch- who the wants to the be chase? there the chase no <laughs> it is a uh, like english premier league <laughs> university challenge don't Mr. you Bean. have a have a specific topic that you're meant to really go there darcy's dead the, uh <laughs> dust in the turkey darcy's so if it says the waffle game jungle <laughs> so Black, if you if Black you poor jungle how many did i get if you tell me your your favorite topic or your 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 preferred topic who's I, gin i will get questions on that gin. and then see if okay i will do gin questions okay. what do you want Dr- um, drummer questions which drummer questions no uh give me what's your favorite topic piano questions. actually i was about to say give me liverpool but don't <laughs> that was terrible that last time um yeah, give me something about uh, just music, general music. Music? Music yeah. and gin. Oh, that's wide. Okay, yeah. so next week, music and gin. Well, actually, yeah, I did make that a bit that wide. Is very anyway, wide. okay, that's fine. It's okay. like Beethoven's. Fine. What's Beethoven's third song? It's fine. 
Oh, Jesus, don't do that. Uh, Symphony number three. Wait. How do you spell it, God knows. Uh, news? News. Or not news. news. Sorry. We did news. Uh, We're all over the place. Someone slap him, quick. <laughs> uh, shell shell bomb. bomb. Yes. Shell bombs. Oh, there he we got go. there eventually. Um, what? Do, how would you rate your shell bomb today, bud? Uh, phew, solid six is like good knowledge that people need to know. I probably told you before, but I can't remember. Okay, John, how would you rate what you're going to say? Six out of ten. Oh, okay. You go first. I've got quite a decent one, actually. Oh. Yeah, I oh. think. This is good. It's rugby related as well. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Thank um, there's a team there. Um, so I have about, you know, your travel pillow. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I should have brought one to show you an example of that people always put them on the wrong way around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you meant to put the big bed I was always confused with that. Because it's to stop your chin, like, dipping. Right. Yeah, it's not for your so the, the chunk to go bit. back on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then you'll show off your double chin. Uh, no, because it's covered. Because that's better than going backwards and having your mouth open for people to throw M and M's in. You've obviously been in a stag before. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. shave off the old eyebrows. Um, was that it? Yeah, that's it. I like it. Yeah. Put, put the, the wrong pillow on the on the right way, which is the wrong way. Yeah, Consinct. I like that. Okay, so it has to the chunky part has to be under your neck, under yeah. your chin. Yeah. Okay. And the button at the back. There's a, there's a pillow apparently you can get for planes. It's like a triangular type thing. Oh, you put your head in. And you sit into ah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Looks very good. And you can put a phone yeah. on the other side of it. I think it holds a phone. You can like watch TV in it and stuff. Oh. Very handy. I might get one of those big, for general life. Like a life. giant thing. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, I, it's like a big I, big triangle. You I've, look like an idiot. I have a spud at home. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. A spud joke. And it's all got pockets in it. It's like a cushion, but in the shape of a spud. And then you can put your remote in it and your snacks and your sweets and stuff. It's right. a spud. It's a ship of spud, yeah. Oh, right, okay. How okay. to make the person beside you hate you. That's what it should be called. <laughs> I was over Start a podcast. Yeah. All right, um, what is your... Little well, no, I just have toy. a small one about dogs. Right. There's, in Russia, right, there's Both these know. packs of wild dogs that run around, right? Yep, yep. And they're just, they're just wild, right? Let's what? say eight of them, nine of them. Ooh. In the whole country? No, like in a pack. Oh, right, okay. Right? In each pack. Yeah, in a pack of cards. Pack of cards. Yeah. Uh, 52 days. Um, and, do- and there's dogs, right? Okay. And they're in the city. Okay. They've developed a routine that people feed them, basically, or they'll give them treats or something like that. Yep. The nine dogs have de- developed a routine where they send the cutest dog to get the treat. Yeah. And they, so they'll all hang back, and then they'll send in the little cutest one to go get a treat, and then they'll all run over whenever someone tries to give a treat. Now, are they... Considered still wild dogs, considering that they have they now have a routine where they're around humans quite regularly. Uh, yeah, but I think they're domesticated then. I don't think so because they don't have like a home and they don't trust any humans. I suppose mm. enough to uh, using them. Y- yeah, I think they're using them. They're kind of like a tool. Humans are a tool rather than a a safe haven. So like like cats, basically. Yeah. 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 Cats are dicks. Cat, they're still better than cats. cats. <laughs> but, uh, I hate yeah. cats. Um, okay. That was pretty good. I like that. Yeah, it's interesting. I like, that. I like it. There's um, actually another little factoid. There's packs of wild cats in Navin. Did you know this? Wild cats in Navin. Yeah. So they live in the in the centre of the town. S- and sounds like that group of girls out of Greece. Oh, that's ex- it is actually a group the of girls. It's not cats. actually cats. There's oh. a group of girls that live around the streets yeah. of Navin. Um, no, there's actually a group of cats that, that go li- to Tesco's in their tracksuits well, or in their pajamas. Not far off. Navin Shopping Centre is like a big square and in the middle of it is where all the <coughs> trucks go in and they deliver hmm. from that into all of the shops around the outside of the square. And in the middle there, there's a group of cats that live in that area mm. and they just scavenge from the bins around there. Oh, wow. And then they'll go out during the day. They come right the back of here. Always, mm. my car is covered in paw marks mm. when I go out the back of the music Backers. school. Where, yeah. do you th- where do you think they poop? 
everywhere mm. I'm guessing yeah. just off off the back of walls onto cars onto the wall like just back their bum answer. up onto it yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so a wild go. shell bomb actually oh, go, one sure. more go oh on, my god on. I've got it one still to go but pulling that out of yours Ro- it's a Robbie Kennedy one. Oh, oh. it's a weird b- business that like as in it's it's researched this is researched right. years ago okay Robbie used to pee into cans <laughs> right <laughs> Robbie Kennedy right. peed into cans. Just right. kept on peeing into loads of cans, and then, like, then you know he, he someone tasted it, tasted what? his pee. Right? Is this true? This is true. Yeah. Oh my god. And they went, "Holy crap! This is the, my future business." And then Red Bull appeared. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I love it. Oh, good true old Robbie story. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, okay. <coughs> uh, Barca's rugby history in Liverpool. This is a mad old story. Um, so football club Barcelona got their famous maroon and blue colours from a rugby team based at the school in northwest of uh, northwest of, of England. Arthur and Ernest Whitty were both students at Merchant Taylor's School in Crosby, Liverpool, and their rugby team played in maroon and blue. Both went on to be heavily involved in the early years at Barcelona FC. Arthur captained the side alongside founder Joan Camper. Is that the right name? Mm. Joanne Camper. Uh, before going on to serve as the club's president. Do you ever notice on the Barcelona crest, there's like a little English uh, Never crest. noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, George's flag, the red and white one. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So check it out the next time. So yeah. that's where the colours yeah. of and Barcelona. And you do a reason from. I didn't like Barcelona. Mm. Ah, stop <laughs> it, you. The Jamie Waffle Hour. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.